Hey, welcome to the What Every Woman Wants podcast with me, Shelley Booth. In this podcast, I'm going to keep it real and bring you authentic interviews that every woman will want to hear. I can't wait to discuss things like business and finance, health and fitness, beauty, mindset, and so much more. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. This is metabolic syndrome, syndrome X or metabolic disease. And it's really, really important. You could be what's called skinny fat. You could be metabolically unhealthy, but skinny to the eye, like my dad. Look slight, look slim, but actually internally, metabolically, it's not a good picture. You could also be obese, but metabolically healthy. You could be obese, but actually your metabolism is healthy. And I'm going to go into why in a minute, but just bear that in mind. Just because you're slight or you've got a wee belly or people say that all the time, oh, she gets away with murder. She can eat what she likes and she doesn't put on a pound. That's not the case. You can't undo what you eat. You can't. So bear that in mind. Now, that's not to say that if you're overweight, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm obese and I'm overweight, but metabolically, I'm probably fine. There's no probabilities about it. If you're some of these... You've got metabolic ill health and that's not good. It's going to shorten your life and it's going to lead to lots and lots of different health diseases, disorders. Uh, It's going to have implications for you longer term. There's five different, well, in fact, I think there's seven, but there's five medical diagnoses that fall under the umbrella of metabolic disease or metabolic uh, syndrome or syndrome X as they call it sometimes. And if you've got three out of the five, then you've got it. Now, you've maybe been never in your life been diagnosed with having this, but you might well have it. Some doctors don't even know how to term this. Some doctors are so in the dark ages that they have no fucking clue. You present to the doctor, oh, you've got high blood pressure. You're clearly overweight. Nobody's even talking about that to you. Clearly got hyperinsulinemia. That's even without doing a fasting blood test. That's clear to see. Anyway, we'll get back to that in a minute. So the first thing is abdominal obesity. If you've got abdominal obesity, I don't mean a fatty bum. I don't mean fatty arms. I don't mean fatty inner thighs. I mean right round that band of your belly button. If that's fat, that's abdominal obesity. That's not good. So whoever you are, wherever you are, we'll have to get that gone. You do know that and that's why you're here. So abdominal obesity. For women, if you've got an, uh, an abdomen, Girth measurement of 35 and over inches, you've got abdominal obesity. For men, it's 40, so 35 for the ladies. Triglycerides. If your triglycerides, which is blood lipid, is fat circulating in the bloodstream, and it's not good, um, and what causes high triglycerides, as you'll remember, is carbohydrates and sugar. It's not good fats. That, that's been a myth, again, as you know, for... Well, since Ansel Keys balls the whole thing up. So, high triglycerides. Triglycerides, more than 1.7 millimoles per deciliter. So, we've got abdominal obesity, triglycerides. The next one, blood pressure. If your blood pressure is consistently higher than 130 over one, um, 130 systolic, diastolic 85, 130 over 85, consistently, not just occasionally, then... That's one of the factors that plays a part in this. Number four, HDL, 
which is the, the good cholesterol, the one that's more favourable to have, more of. So cholesterol. For men, our uh, units, this is the American uh, on like 40 and 50 uh, milligrams per deciliter. This, our, we're millimoles per litre. So men is 1.04. If you're less than that, that's bad. So it's favourable to have more. And for us women, uh, 1.29. If we're less than 1.29, then that's not good. So that's one of the factors that plays a part. Low HDL cholesterol. So when you think cholesterol is really bad, actually, if if HDL is too low, that's going to play a part in metabolic ill health. Why? Because every single cell in your body needs cholesterol. And your body makes it. When you don't eat it through dietary fat... Your body makes it. It's that important. And without it, you would die. So if you're thinking that cholesterol is the body in it all, well, I'm preaching to the converted here because you know it's not. And we've been through it many, many times. And I've done lots and lots and lots of presentations on it. Uh, blood pressure, done that one. So 130 over 85. If it's consistently higher than that, then you've got one of these factors. Remember, we need three out of the five. Or, sorry, rephrase that. Would Three out of the five you'd be diagnosed with having metabolic syndrome. Uh, fasting glucose. Um, so if you've got a fasting glucose level of 5.6 millimoles per litre or over, you've got one of the factors of metabolic syndrome. Syndrome X, metabolic disease. Okay. Two others that I would add into that are fasting insulin and elevated C-peptide levels. Fasting insulin is not one of them yet, but I think in time it will be. Um, also, another one is elevated ferritin. That could be a marker for metabolic syndrome as well, but it's not. It's not part of the the um, the World Health Organization uh, guidelines for metabolic health. It's this. It's five of them, and if you've got any three of these, then you've got it. And if you've got it, I'm making it sound like it's really bad. It is bad. If it's untreated, if you're not working your way out of it, you can completely reverse it. Completely. And it's all back to lifestyle. Every part of it is back to lifestyle. How you eat, your stress levels, how much you sleep, how much you move, what you think about, your internal dialogue, which ultimately is a a de-stress tactic. What you drink, what you don't drink. So here are some of the things that you might actually work yourself into if you've got metabolic ill health. PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is essentially um, increased androgens, which is the male hormone. So women with PCOS, you'll find that facial hair is common, acne, infertility, hypertension, so high blood pressure, and that's PCOS. Cancer. Type 2 diabetes and everything that comes with that, from blindness to kidney problems to amputations, type 2 diabetes, nobody wants that. But listen, the precursor for that is insulin resistance. So high blood sugar leading to insulin resistance, leading to a pre-diabetic state, and then type 2 diabetes. And more people than not have got that. Look around. Look at the belly, look at the inactivity, 
Look at the red face. You see it everywhere. And Scotland is one of the highest for it, actually, unfortunately. Neurological disorders, from Alzheimer's to dementia, to mood problems, to behavioural outbursts, to ADHD, the whole lot can be linked back to carbohydrates and sugar, hyperinsulinemia. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. You can get fatty liver because of how you eat. You know that. And if you've got metabolic syndrome, then fatty liver goes hand in hand. It can cause stroke and cardiovascular disease as well. So heart attacks and strokes. Basically, you don't want to go near that. But if you're carrying a belly about with you, then the chances are you need to get tested. That's first. So you need to think about all these different tests. Get tested, go to your doctor and say, look, I've got a few concerns. I want to just make myself as healthy as I possibly can. Let's test me. Do it. Please do. So the two main reasons that you are going to get this or you've got it is hyperinsulinemia. So you've got too much insulin. Why? Because you're eating too much refined carbohydrates, processed shit, because that's what it is, and sugar and fructose and all of the hidden sugars. So when you think you're drinking Coke Zero, you're doing yourself a favour, you're not. It's full of chemicals. It's horrendous. Please don't. Don't drink anything black anyway. But then look at the label. You can't even pronounce these words. They're so spiked with chemicals. Sweeteners. Artificial sweeteners. Packed with them. They're carcinogenic as well. Did you know that? Research it. They could, and in many cases, there's, there's lots of reports and lots of studies to say they actually cause cancer. Control the controllables. And the second one is hyper well, inflammation. Too much inflammation. Inappropriate inflammation. Inflammation's actually good, but not inappropriate inflammation when your cells are just, they're red, they're pussy, they're sore, uh, your body becomes inflamed and it kicks off stuff like this. Cancer loves inflammation. Cancer lives amongst inflammation. So this is a stark reminder that actually it's not your belly you've got to worry about. It's what's happening underneath that belly. So if you're carting it about with you, thinking that you're big boned and you're just supposed to be that way, no, you're not. You're not supposed to be that way. You're not. But also remember, if you're thin and you eat all the shit of the day, I'm sure you don't. Of course you don't. You're here. But you'll have a sister or an, an auntie or a, a friend that does they will be one of these people and you'll go, yeah, that's what Shelley was talking about last night. So here's what to do to reverse it completely. Stop eating sugar. Stop eating grain. Eat more eggs. The selenium in the egg will help reverse so much of it and it'll also help your liver cleanse. Your liver has to do the job. When it's cleaning you out and it's recirculating all of the, the good stuff that you need, it needs selenium and it needs... it. Egg yolk is amazing, and you were sworn against it. Red meat is also amazing. Obviously, organic grass-fed. Remove vegetable oils, what I've just told you about the rapeseed oil. Please remove them. You should not be cooking with vegetable oil anymore. And if you are, what the hell? Come on, no vegetable oil. It's so inflammatory, and there's no vegetables in there. There's seed oils or bean oils. We don't eat that stuff. It's inflammatory. Fasting 
is one of the best things that you can ever do. Skip a breakfast every day. I don't have breakfast. If I go on holiday or something, or like up at the castle last week, it was breakfast every day practically. But I was missing a lunch because I thought, I can't eat this amount of food. Which is why I supplement as well. Because if you fast, you still need the nutrients. You still need the goodness. So I take my supplements. And if you don't, again, I don't know why you wouldn't, but some people go, nah, no pain for that. So really, you, sh you shoot yourself in the foot completely because your body needs what it needs. Okay, is that fine? So here's to all the personal trainers that I've just seen a post there about somebody, uh, a doctor on about what's healthier, Coke Zero or Coke. Fucking no Coke, none, zero, stop. And if you've got a personal trainer that's suggesting that you, I, it's just no, it's just no. And if you do, you do and you go, shouldn't I've really done that? Uh, when I've been ill, I've had flat coke. When's the last time I had flat coke? But that's a no-go for me. Zero. No. Just a no. Personal trainers. Yeah, well, so your, your calories, if you want to be in a calorie deficit, eat 14, 1500 calories tops. That'll send you into a deficit. Make sure everything's low fat, low calorie. Look at the labels of these low calorie, low fat foods. They're full, terribly full of emulsifiers, bulking agents, artificial sweeteners, binders, chemicals, GMO, you name it, the list is endless. MSG is horrendous. But they're advocating it because you're getting in a calorie, so you're losing a few pounds. But then it stops, and your body, your metabolism's screaming for a bit of good nutrition, for a good feed. You're, you're starving your body, and you're working yourself into insulin resistance. Because the blood sugar spikes because of the carbs and the sugar is huge. Absolutely huge. And it's spiking all day long. If that's your PT, I would be seriously having a wee word with your own self. Because you're better than that. You're worth more than that. That's for sure. You could tell them that from me. And that's not to be uh, instigating anything. or But that's true. You need looked after. You can't be looked after unless you're eating good nutrition. Full stop. That's it. My uh, mum's husband had a quadruple bypass. He's got type 2 diabetes. He's got metabolic disease. Uh, had a quadruple bypass after having a heart attack and had had many stents and he's had two strokes. This is all in the last sort of three, four years. And he woke up from his operation last year in COVID um, to a sandwich and got a cake and various other things. What do you say to that? What do you actually say to that? Now that you know what causes elevated blood sugar, elevated triglycerides, blood fat, circulating blood fats, the man's just had a heart attack. He's had a quadruple bypass. He's getting a sandwich. White bread spikes blood sugar more than table sugar. How is that okay? Why is that okay? So, you lot are amazing. Metabolic syndrome, metabolic disease syndrome X. Let's get it gone. Go and get tested. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the What Every Woman Wants podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google, and all good podcast apps. Don't forget to leave us a review and we'll catch you next time.